Hey guys, a new set of products coming your way. Um, I get these questions a lot, so I decided to go ahead and um, give you guys the items that I use to produce this podcast. Um, so here they are. The Bose Micro Soundlink, or Soundlink Micro rather. Uh, excellent quality. If you've heard any of my guest interviews, uh, that is primarily what I use to go ahead and do FaceTimes over, you know, any distance interviews or anything like that. So if you've heard any of those, you can hear the quality of the uh, audio. It's pretty good. Um, so the sound quality is out there. The bass is really good. Um, you can take it anywhere with you. Uh, it's good for phone calls as well. Waterproof. So you can take it out on the lake, you know, if you want to go ahead and use it on the water, take it on hikes, you could do that too. It has a durable strap on it, so that way you can strap it to your backpack, uh, handle on the cooler, anything like that, and take it with you, and it'll stick with you everywhere. Uh, obviously, it's Bluetooth, so you can pair it with your phone. Um, has a six-hour runtime, so pretty good. And the, like I said, for the level of quality of sound, you're going to get pretty solid six hours out of that. Um, you can also, a pretty cool feature that I personally haven't used yet because I only have one of them, but you can actually pair this Bluetooth speaker with other uh, Bose Bluetooth speakers and actually have them run in sync so you can spread the sound out. So like if you have a song playing on, you know, from your phone to the speaker, you can link another speaker to that speaker and you'll just have like two speakers in different spots playing the same music, which is pretty dope. Uh, the other item that I use to record, uh, which a lot of people ask me this one in particular, is the Blue Yeti mic. Uh, you can't go wrong with the Blue, Diet, Blue, Diet, Blue, 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 Blue Yeti mic. It, I mean, if you've heard any of the episodes, obviously, they sound awesome. And I'm using a Blue Yeti mic to record this as we speak. So the Blue Yeti mics, uh, the one that I have linked for you guys in the description has the whole setup. So it's not just the mic. Um, but it comes with everything else I use to mount it and make it really convenient to use. So this is a USB mic, obviously. Uh, no latency delays, so your inputs are pretty spot on. You can hear them in real time when you say something or if you're someone who's more into music. If you're using it for music purposes, all your inputs will be pretty spot on. Um, the microphone comes with... Uh, a nice, easy-to-use uh, bass, so you don't have to use the armature that I've linked for you. It comes with its standalone bass that you can just have the mic set up pretty much anywhere. You don't really need to uh, set up the armature. But it also comes with that removable bass. Uh, four different recording modes. So you got stereo, which is standard. You know, any mic will give you that. Uh, cardioid, which is pretty good too. Omnidirectional, uh, bidirectional. Uh, multiple recording situations so anybody in the room like if you have more than one person on the podcast you can have that set up so it records everybody in the room if you're facing each other you can have the microphone set up so that it will pick up directly in front of it and behind it and then also if you're using just uh, if you want to record almost like 180 degrees it has a mode for that and obviously if it's just you which is the way I usually use it um, you have that option too so Pretty versatile, awesome. But the uh, bundle that I've linked for you, it includes not only the microphone. This In this particular bundle, it'll be a red, satin red color uh, for the microphone. But you can see other bundles there that will give you different colors and stuff and similar setups. Um, but this one, the one that I've uh, set up for you, it will have the... Uh, 
kind of like a filter in front of it. So it kind of saves the hard S's and stuff like that out of the audio. It makes it sound smoother. It's almost like a buffer. Uh, you're going to get that. You're going to get mount for it. And then you're also going to get the uh, susp suspension arm for it. So it'll be an adjustable armature that you can move back and forth and tighten it up or loosen it up. It's spring-loaded. It has these little straps on it, which keeps the wire out of the way. It's pretty awesome, but that's what I use. And you still have the ability to um, get the iRobots, um, the home cleaning systems, and that is 43% uh, up to select models. This offer is good until May 9th. So at that point, I'll probably do another ad and make uh, a new list of products for you guys to take a look at. Um I went over this before, but these robots are pretty handy. Um, you can schedule uh, cleaning times with the app or with your voice assistant like Alexa, Google, whatever it is. Um, it cleans carpet and hardwood, gets corners and edges. Uh, you also have sensors that help the uh, vacuum navigate furniture, corners, keeps it from falling downstairs. Um, so you don't really have to, to not, you don't really have to worry about where it goes. Uh, it'll have sensors on it that can detect dirtier areas and it'll go there and clean those areas more thoroughly. So that's pretty awesome. You don't really have to monitor how well it cleans. It's pretty solid. Um, and it has a 90 minute runtime before it has to be uh, docked back on the charging station. And it does that automatically. Once it knows that the battery is low, it'll just mosey on over to the charging station and uh, mount right up. You don't even have to worry about it dying, you know, somewhere unless it gets caught on something. But like I said, the sensors are pretty good. I have one in my home. It does a great job. Uh, all I have to do is just empty out the, I guess, the storage space for whatever it picks up. Just got to empty that once in a while. But other than that, it's pretty low maintenance. Works really well. So uh, check those out. Links are in the description. And enjoy the episode. All right. Cool. Welcome to episode three. Three already. Um... As promised, I have a guest with me. His name is Jose Gonzalez. I know him by Gonzo. And why don't you tell him a little about yourself? So it oh. kind of saves me the trouble. Oh, introduction. All right. <laughs> like you said, everyone calls me Gonzo. Um, Chris is my roommate. I love him to death. Uh, I'm actually a cop. I'm not going to say where I'm a cop at. I don't, want, <laughs> I don't need people spying on me over here. Um... Pretty much feel like I've taken Chris under my wing, little brother. Mm -hmm. um, and that's pretty much it. I mean, for now, I mean, we're going to get this rolling, right? <laughs> yeah. The questions will be rolling in. We'll be talking. So yeah, from there. And uh, one of the big things is uh, I don't want to make it too structured because then, you know, it's kind of like a, like a talk show or something. Not, not a talk yeah. show, but like a, it's a questionnaire or we're, some shit. I don't want that. We're reading stuff. From a yeah, yeah, no, no, yeah. nothing like that. Um, it's going to be very natural, very conversational, which is good. Um, so I'm going to start right off the bat. <laughs> I <already> know. Uh, <laughs> so you want to tell the story? It's the. Uh, it's about a very specific chip. Um, <laughs> yeah. So the was the Paki chip. I guess it's a one chip challenge, which um, I did today. Not very smart of me, <laughs> um, but I felt like uh, I've always wanted to do. It. I love spicy food. This made me hate spicy food. <laughs> I don't know how they actually sell this with 
no age or anything like that. Anyone can buy it. A little kid can go and buy it. I almost actually went to the hospital today because of it. <laughs> I'm just going to leave it at that. I mean, that's how, how much pain I was in. I went into shock. Um, I was profusely sweating. Stomach was hurting. My, my hands went numb. So go into the... <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, into what? Uh, I was gonna say the uh, the shock portion. So oh. you didn't come up with that. The para- the, uh, oh, yeah, the the EMTs the showed EMTs, up. And- <laughs> yeah. So I I mean I, I I ate the chips. Well, the one chip. It was hot in my mouth, like I expected. I mean, hotter than I actually expected. But I thought that was gonna be it. Thirty minutes later, my stomach starts hurting, and it got to a point where I couldn't handle any of the pain. The pain was so bad. Um, so I ended up actually taking off my uniform, my vest, unbuttoning my top button on my pants, unzipping it, standing in front of the AC, and I'm still sweating, sweating, sweating. I'm like, I need an EMT. I need an ambulance. I need, and everyone's just laughing, thinking I'm joking around. I'm like, no, this is real right now. This is hurting me right now. I need to. I need a doctor. And finally, they decide to call an ambulance. They, they take a look at me. They take my vitals. Everything's fine. Um, they pretty much told me I went into, into shock. They lifted up my shirt. I was just soaked in sweat. And that's what, that's what me sitting in front of the AC. Yeah. Um, but long story short, I I ended up being okay. Um, it was probably five minutes after they were taking a look at me that the pain went away. Um, obviously, I mean, it's, it's a Carolina Reaper with two other peppers in it. Uh, Szechuan and what was the other one? Uh, Carolina and Szechuan, yeah, pepper. Scorpion. Yep. Yeah. So, needless to say, I won't be doing that again. I, I even got offered a thousand dollars to do it again, and I was like, nope. I don't think it, I. I don't even know what 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 amount of money would make me do it again. <laughs> That's how bad it was. Like I'm sitting here talking, and my stomach is bubbling still. That is disgusting. Not bubbling, and you know, wearing. No, I get it, but, but it's, it's burning. Yeah, it's burning. It's so, uncomfortable for sure. Yeah, so I don't recommend it. I mean, typically I like playing pranks on my friends, but I, this is one prank that I think it's a little excessive. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. But if you guys want to do it, you mean be my guest, but you've been warned. And uh, how long would you say it lasted? Like the whole, the, this whole experience with I it? I took it at 11.30 this morning. It's 8.16 right now, and it's still affecting me. How long were you like in like in agonizing pain Oh, that pain? Um, That was maybe so 11.30... Um, it started around maybe 12 o'clock noon, like the pain in the stomach that lasted maybe an hour. Jesus. Yeah. Maybe an hour to like 1 PM. And then it, it started going away and went away. It came back earlier right before I went to PT. Um, but not as bad, but I, like I but said, excruciating. Oh my God. Obviously yeah, the, the, the hottest thing you've ever, yes, yes. worst thing you've ever eaten or just the hottest, No, the hottest, the hottest. Yeah. No, the worst thing I've eaten is olives. That is so no no I we're gonna, I we're gonna cut that, that part out that's bullshit. Are you gonna tell me it's no? Nah, but that's <laughs> the, the if if for those of you you guys can't see obviously but it, it let me describe the box to you. It's a casket first of all. It's it's not a box. It's a casket and it comes with a couple of uh, I guess cautions cautions yeah it, 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 like I, you could say caution which I didn't read. <laughs> I just. Opened the chip, ate it, and... And it comes in a bag, or how does it come in? Uh, like, it comes in a little plastic, like a... Yeah, like a little bag, almost like a, a bag of chip, but it's 
pretty much almost like vacuum sealed vacuum sealed on yeah one chip. and it's only one chip one chip yep one chip and you paid 10 bucks you said right uh, i think it's about yeah about 10 bucks 10 bucks there. so 10 bucks for one chip and it's a dare um uh, it wasn't a dare for me i just wanted to try well it. no 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 i mean like yeah. the the box itself the packaging oh, it dares you yeah. to to do that yep um and it's a it's a pretty cool box you know i would probably buy it for the box but <laughs> i wouldn't <laughs> this uh it really is a one hit or quitter kind of thing. Um, mm-hmm. It says here, round one, a spicy punch to the tongue, which is almost anything you eat. Fine. Number Round number two is a fiery jab to the face. So that's kind of, all right, you know, you can get hot. That's mm-hmm. fine. Sweating. That's fine. Impaired vision would be round number three, which is... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, my eyes were getting I guess, watery. Yeah, that's yeah. that's all right. I had to get paper towels, wipe my eyes, because I really couldn't see either. Yeah, so here's where it fucks with me. Um, round four, a low blow to the gut, so you're going to feel it in your stomach. Yeah, so that's exactly what it felt like. It felt like uh, like pain in my stomach. Mm. Pain. It, 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 like Initially, it was just pain. I'm like, oh, man, this is kind of painful, but it was tolerable. Yeah. Right. And then round five comes. And then round five is KO, so either... I don't know what that might mean. If you <laughs> to me the KO was you ain't moving, this, you're going to the hospital, and that's what it felt like. Did it hurt to move? That was another like. It, it did, did your? It did. That's, yeah. I, I literally couldn't. I couldn't move. I stood in the chair in front of the AC. And, yeah. And then and people just kept coming in, laughing at me, and saying, "Hey, you shouldn't have done that. Why would made you do that?" And I'm like, literally in my head, shut the fuck up. <laughs> and nobody dared you. They just no. you just saw the you saw the box. You saw the chip. Yeah, I saw the chip. I've actually seen the chip online. I haven't actually seen reactions on how people react to it. Mm. I'm actually curious to see how that goes. Yeah, I am too. Because I took, like, honestly, like, I... I took it pretty hard, so I'm, I'm wondering if people took it the same way. This is the this is the first time I see it, that you bring it in. So, I've, I haven't seen this before. <laughs> but I'd probably buy it just because of the box, like I said. And it comes with, like, a little brochure thing, which is pretty cool. Um, it's really just kind of like an advertisement for all the other shit that they, that they sell. By but the way, by the way, we're not advertising for this. <laughs> no, we're not. No, we're not. Uh, at your own risk. Yep, yeah. Exactly. Hell yeah. At your own risk. You didn't hear it from us. We want no part of that. And, uh, so on the, <laughs> on the back of the box, it tells you, uh, if you're sensitive to spicy foods, peppers, you know, allergic allergies, stuff like that. Um, obviously keep out of reach of children. Uh, but there is no warning like that anywhere else. But you know what the weird thing is? Keep out of reach of children. Yeah. But they sell it at the store. Yeah, at the 7-Eleven. Like, how many times when we were kids, we'd go to the store right before school? It, there's and no, then... Yeah, there's no, nothing that says you can't. a kid can't buy that. Yeah. Uh, unless, like, it's kind of like at cigarettes where at the at the I desk, they're like, hey, how old are you? I mean, I didn't see any signs, so... But I mean, it is a dangerous looking box. I'll, I'll, <laughs> and my dumbass decided to eat it. I'll take a picture of it and put it up on social <laughs> media. But uh, it is a gnarly looking box. Um, but yeah, easily I can see that falling into the kids of uh, into the hands of kids because, mm-hmm. like I said, when when I was a kid, you know, hit the bodega before going to school sometimes. And if you want to like dare your friends and shit, I could see that being a thing. Like, oh yeah, oh I got this for you. Mm-hmm. But that yeah, I've never seen anything like it. That's for fucking sure. Uh, don't recommend it at all. <laughs> I don't like. I, I was he actually. Chris asked me earlier. He's like, "What amount of money would make you eat this chip?" And honestly, I can't even think of a of, of an amount right now. <laughs> I mean, they offered me a thousand dollars today, and I was like, "Nope." 
But that was also like when you were in the middle of it, right? No. You were like in the middle of it. They're like, no, this was after the heat in my mouth subsided Mm -hmm. before the stomach ache. Yeah. They asked me, so I was feeling fine. They're like, oh, Mm -hmm. take another one. I give you a thousand dollars. I'm like, no, I'm good. I'm good. Even for a thousand dollars, a thousand dollars would make me think about it. Mm. Even though I know how bad it is. Mm. I know I, I <laughs> I'm looking at it now I'm like I'm trying to think how much money I'm, I'm thinking more of the maybe 50k really yeah no Bro, come I, on 50 grand it was very painful man and I I'm, I, I might have gotten an ulcer from it I feel like that's how painful it was damn that's crazy <laughs> like I've been tased I've been sprayed OC spray and I'd rather get those done both at the same time than eat this chip again <laughs> Mm-hmm. that's pretty serious yeah that's pretty serious uh let me see if i'm really shocked. it's kind of hard to imagine it's kind of hard to imagine how much would i do it for no you can't you can't say that because you've never tried it you gotta try, yeah try it and then see if you do it again if 50 grand that's a lot that's that a lot. lot 50 grand's a lot i also want to live man i felt like i was gonna die <laughs> <laughs> i honestly thought i was gonna die and everyone's laughing i'm like no, I'm in pain, like, calling an ambulance. And they're like, no, not yet, not yet. You'll be fine, you'll be fine. I'm like, no, my hands are numb. I'm not fine. <laughs> and just so y'all know, even if you do call the EMTs, they're not going to do anything for yep, you. I'd have to go to the hospital. You'd have to go. <laughs> but what would they do? They'd probably, like, pump your stomach or something? No, I think they... Did they say what they were going to do? If, no, if, uh... they didn't. But I think they have um certain medicines that'll coat the stomach um to kind of prevent... Activated charcoal and shit? Something like that? I don't know. I, I know they... I've I've had, like, a stomach issue before where I had, like, a, a tearing in the lining of my stomach. And mm. they gave me, like, a almost like a Pepto-Bismol, but it's supposed to be better, I think. Mm. Um, so, I'm assuming something like that. Okay. I don't know. I mean, another thing, I took it on an empty stomach, so that probably wasn't that, yeah. either. The, the closest thing that's ever happened to me is uh, one time I went to uh, a buffet. And I don't know what the fuck was wrong with me, but I thought wasabi was guacamole. <laughs> <laughs> so i see they just had like wasabi out and i see it and i'm like oh you'd think i'd know better but i don't so i took a spoonful of it ate that before i ate anything else and this was like probably like two in the afternoon so i haven't had anything in my stomach and i take a spoonful of wasabi and no matter how much i ate no matter how much i drank it would just oh, sit there. I could God. feel it sitting at the bottom of my stomach. And just like, I felt the burning. Oh <laughs> I felt the burning, like, coating my stomach. Oh, it was the worst. I get it, man. But nothing like that. Nothing like that. Crying, sweating. No, it was bad. <laughs> Hurts to move. Nah. And people, and all the cops are recording me, laughing. And I'm just like, oh, my God. I'll put money that, they, that they're going to, somebody's going to buy it. And be like, oh, watch. It's not that bad. I don't think so. After they saw really? me. After they saw me go through that, I think... You think by the end they knew how serious it was? Oh, yeah. Yeah? When you're calling the, the ambulance to c- come check on you, <laughs> I don't think that's something they want. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean, at one time, if I would have saw someone from the department you know, that? taking this yeah. and the ambulance coming in, I, that's, that's good. <laughs> Not that's all the proof you need. Yep, I'm good. That's and, dope. The, and the crazy thing, the chip is black. Yeah. It's just all black. And I'm not sure if it's just a black chip or it's covered in just a black seasoning. But I remember touching it and it was like almost fluffy. Like it just, the whole, there was. What? No, yeah. It was just like all seasoning on it. It tasted good. 
But the so it did have like a, a flavor. No, it was good. Yeah, but the aftermath was not worth it. Definitely not. Damn. And like, how long before after you ate it? Where was like the peak? Like, how long did it take for it to be like the worst? <laughs> Honestly, I lost track of time. Really? <laughs> I just I just knew that it was very painful. I I, I drank I think what two waters and a quart of milk, and it was still there. It was still lingering. Jesus. Mm-hmm. A whole quart. Mm-hmm. A quart and, of milk. Bah, fuck that. No way, because the, even milk doesn't sit with me like that. Like I, with milk, it's ugh. It, it gives me nausea a little bit. Can't really do milk. Yeah. And do you, you try eating something? I ate a protein bar to try to see if it'll subdue the Nothing. Heat. That helped a little bit, but it's honestly, it was way too hot to like get rid of. It's just no matter what, it's a matter of time. Mm-hmm. No matter what you do. Yep. Well, uh, it's called the One Chip Challenge. <laughs> I'm sure people have heard of it. I'm sure, yeah. Um... I don't think it's, I mean, I think it was bigger years ago, a few years ago, because I think they used to sell for like $100 a chip. What? Yeah. Really? Yep. It was something like that. They used to sell it online for like $100 a chip. I've seen them, I I know I've seen them for $40 a chip, and I'm like, there's no way I'm paying $40 for that. So when I saw- What the fuck? I started at that 7-Eleven, I'm like, there's no way they're going to sell this chip for $40. bucks. So it turns out it was about ten dollars for the chip. It's the same chip, or is it like a different? No, it's the same chip. It's the same one. Yeah. I guess after all the hype's gone, it's probably went down in price, but still ten bucks for one chip. Mm-hmm. That's wild. No, it is a lot, but I mean, curiosity, right? Yeah, and you you also uh, you put a lot of spicy shit on your food, anyways. And that's the thing. I'm like, I mean, they advertise this as like you know super hot, but I've seen a lot of hot sauces where I'm like, all right. They have skulls on it. It's super hot. Danger right. and all that. I'm like, yeah. I'll, I'll eat it. Ghost like, pepper, oh. yeah. Yeah, I'm like, oh, it's hot, mm-hmm. but not internally breaking down my stomach <laughs> hot. It's like my stomach was freaking being turned inside out. Yeah. Well, I, a lot of these things I know, but uh, let's move on. How uh, how long have you been a cop? Uh, about five, five and a half, almost five and a half years. Five and a half years, yeah. Yeah. I mean, a lot of the time I've... I've been gone for military um right. so maybe i would say like four and a half years something like that yeah that is a while that is a while to be on the job mm-hmm. um you sure you i bet you deal with a lot of things and see a lot of things oh yeah especially in my city it's a very bit busy city mm-hmm. um you name it we've probably seen it um i don't like i i don't want to no yeah i don't want to say anything about what i've seen because it's probably it'll probably help people pinpoint where i work and i, I don't want to i don't want to do that <laughs> yeah right right um but i, I mean i love the job mm-hmm. sometimes it, it can get a little hectic but the main thing with me is just i don't i don't take it home so once right I, once i leave work i forget about it because again it can get it can get overwhelming yeah thinking about it going home and all that stuff so i mean the job itself is difficult especially now right um I mean, we have also now uh, a team that specializes in uh, talking to the officers after uh, critical incidents of certain uh, traumatic stab- events, yeah, st- uh, stabbing stuff like that. So that's that's good. That wasn't. I don't think that was there before. Um, mm. Usually, so, you would just have to take that home with you and yep. kind of deal with it on your own. Yep. So now they've trained a few officers to talk to you uh, about the incident, and that's I think that's been helpful with me too so with certain incidents I've dealt with. 
And it's like a separate unit, or is it something that they do in house? No, it's in house. Yeah, yeah, it's in house. Um, so they they go through some training, um, on how to read, how to talk to the officers, and what to look for in the officers, and how to talk to them. So, hmm. um, like I said, I, I mean, I've done it once, um, and I thought it was helpful, uh, especially that it was in regards to a, a baby that had drowned. So right. that, that was a little traumatic for me. But, um, other than that, I mean. Like I said, just like any job, it can be stressful. Just yeah. don't take it home. Yeah. And I imagine that's kind of one of the, that kind of hits close to home because we all have children at some, in some facet oh, yeah. in our lives. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, you know, kid, you know, we have a little cousin or little sister, yeah, little brother. And kids are innocent. So right. when you see something like that, it's, it's difficult to, mm-hmm. to process in your head, especially yeah. that you're dealing with the kid. Yeah. So, yeah. That sucks. But yeah, I mean, like I said, I, I like the job. Mm. Sometimes it can be busy. Other times, not so much. Mm. Um, but I think the main thing, the main goal for, for all of us is to go home safe. You know, a lot of people don't realize that. I know that the cops get a a bad... Uh, reputation. Reputation. Yeah. Um, and that's like, it's like any job. I mean, you're going to have bad cops, you're going to have good cops. I mean, mm-hmm. they train us how they train us. I mean, you can't blame us for doing our jobs. Right. I mean, some some people are a little bit excessive, mm-hmm. um, which I mean, you got to think. Uh, you play get placed in a position where it's either your life or theirs. Right. You can't react to you can't react to someone pulling out their hand out of their pocket and it's a cell phone and you have to figure out whether it's a cell phone or a gun. Mm-hmm. You got what half a second, maybe a second to realize, hey, is that a gun? Right. Or a cell phone? Mm-hmm. I'll tell you this much. I I'm, I want to go home. Right. If you're not listening to me, what what does that make you think? Yeah, you're gonna do something. You get me? If you if I tell you, hey, do this, do this, and you don't do it, and I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, in my head, I'm like, all right, this guy's not listening to me. What else is he capable of doing? Right. And a lot of people don't realize that. I mean, I, I wish that everyone could just go through some kind of training and realize, hey, this is a difficult job. Right. No. Yeah. And absolutely. A lot of us don't get paid well, mm-hmm. especially where I work. We don't we don't get paid that well. Right. So. Or at least more than people would think. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, to me, it's gonna be it's gonna be hard for people to comprehend what we're doing. It's, it, that's just like when any any job. When you worked at a what the the dealership mm-hmm. selling cars. Yeah. You 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 would do certain things with, at your job that I'm just like, why is he doing this? Like, mm-hmm. right? But I don't know. I won't know that until I either work it or you explain it to me. Right. And mm-hmm. a lot of times, I mean, the media already portrays cops as being bad. Yeah. But you don't see there's nurses, mm-hmm. that doctors who are bad. There's teachers who freaking rape kids, who, who are having sex with kids. And yeah. nothing comes out of that. <laughs> yeah. They don't say all teachers are bad. Right. No, nothing gets put in place to, to, to protect these kids. Right. So, I mean, it, it's just us. It's us right now. So, yeah, I'll take it. I mean, I do my job. Mm-hmm. I, I treat people with respect. So, hopefully that goes a long way. Yeah, and I, I mean, I don't think where you work in particular, like, there is the same type of problems that are going on right now. I think it's... Uh, More down south. Yeah, a lot... Cities. Yeah, bigger cities, and uh, it's just not like that around here. It's not as bad. I mean, there is racism to an extent, mm-hmm. but it's not like, in at least in, in that particular city, it's not prevalent. It's not left and right. Because it's a community of, you know, Hispanics being policed by Hispanics. You know what yeah. I mean? Being policed by a lot of people who come from the same 
city, same upbringing, same, you know, a lot of people grew up right around the corner. You know what I mean? It's a lot of that, too. So I think that does play a huge role in how things are handled and also the lack, you know, I bet there's there's still fear on the job and all that. But it's it's nothing like all those other places where you have, you know, it seems like uh, criminals in our city more want to get away with like you know getting caught yeah they don't want to shoot at us they're right just like no i want to get out of here get away because if i shoot them i know i'm gonna get in trouble right so they're smart about that um they're not looking to be put away for life just a yeah. slap on the wrist yeah. and yeah yeah but for some reason the i mean down south is a little bit different i mean they got the i mean it, there's a lot of racism down down south mm-hmm. i mean i was stationed in fort bragg north carolina um and, and that was a big thing down there, even with the cops. Mm-hmm. So I understand it, but you just got to listen to the cops. I mean, I've, right. I've never had any issues with the cops. Mm-hmm. Never. Because I've never done anything wrong. Right. They pulled me out of my, they pulled me out of my car. And I just, yeah, I got out of the car. They sat me on the sidewalk. They're like, hey, you match this description. Like, okay. They searched my car and they let me go. Yeah. I had nothing. I had not, I, there was nothing that I was doing wrong. So. You had no reason to. Yeah, yeah. So when people react a certain way, they're like, "Yo, you can't do this. You can't do this." It's to us. It seems like, hey, you're doing something wrong. You're hiding mm-hmm. something. Right. We're trying to do our job, mm-hmm. and they're not letting us. Right. I mean, don't get me wrong. There is cops that just go, "Hey, I'm gonna search you because you're you're black and you're wearing the do rag and all that stuff." Yeah. I get it. But if you're not doing anything wrong, hey, just cooperate. Report it after. Be like, hey, I got pulled over for this. Go to. I mean, file a complaint. Yeah. Right, when you when you try to, and you gotta think, cops, they demand respect, mm-hmm. they want they have that power, so they're like, no, you're not listening to me. I'm gonna make you listen to me, mm-hmm. and that turns into a tug of war with the person that they're dealing with and the cop. Yeah, because the person that they're dealing with, they're like, no, I'm not doing anything wrong. Mm-hmm. I didn't do anything. Right. And the cops like, no. Well, now I think you're doing something because you're not listening to me. Right. So I mean, it's. It's it can be it can be frustrating and, and different in diff- in other cities, but my my city I think we're we're pretty good about de-escalating. Um, although we did have um, one of our cops. Actually, I'm not gonna say anything because that I, might be, yeah sensitive I, stuff. No, it'll it'll for it'll pretty much tell everyone, everyone where I'm a cop at. So oh okay yeah actually people are probably gonna know now because your friends are probably my my friends too so yeah but not everybody's yeah, gonna know yeah, yeah. so That's there's true. still people that i i'm sure there are people that i don't yeah, know so who are I, listening. I probably should just leave it like that because then people will just be nosy and all that. yeah and that's true i mean uh so also a thing is to a lot of people feel now that cops don't deserve as much respect so i think that's one of the reasons why they aren't listened to as much. And also, people obviously feel wronged, you know what I mean, by what's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I I definitely see what you're saying, but I can see why someone isn't, like, yeah. refraining from listening to the cops anymore. I can anymore. definitely see both perspectives. And I get They're it. also in, afraid of, in fear of their life. And yeah. it's kind of hard on our part here, where we're located, because we don't really run into that yeah. as much. No, and I get it. But, I mean... I don't know how to solve the issue. No, right. I just know how to do my job. Right. And that's what I'm going to continue doing. I mean. Right. And that's kind of one of the things that as long as you can do your job to the best of your ability and you're treating people the right way, I mean, that's one piece, you know, to a to a much larger puzzle. Mm-hmm. 
You know what I mean? If you're setting an example, especially if you become like one of the senior guys in the police department, you know, they're going to follow by your example. And like I said, we don't really have that trouble where we are. But I like how 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 do you think people in those areas should be dealing with something like that? Is it like more training that they should be? I can't even say because I I mean, they're policing their laws are all different. That's true too. So, I, it's difficult to even talk about that. It's just like when people say, "Hey, all cops are bad." They make a right. decision based on certain incidents, or or this cop killed this person because he's black. They're making that based on what they see on the news, not, right? And not getting all the facts. I don't want to say something about how to prevent something down south because I don't know how things run down there. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's true. I don't know. It's just this is a crazy world. I mean. Yeah. I what was it? They they told me one thing was it if you don't catch that criminal that one time, they're gonna be they're gonna screw up one day. Mm-hmm. If you don't get them that one day, you get them next week, two weeks from now, a year, they're gonna get caught because yeah. they're not if until they get caught, they're not gonna change their ways. And sometimes they don't even change their ways; they keep mm-hmm. on. So if I don't have it, I don't have it. Move right. on, let them go, get them another day. Yeah. And I, and I think cops are. They're not thinking that way or they're more like, because you also, you know, if you let somebody go, you also run the risk of having them commit an even bigger crime and there may be like a casualty involved. Yeah, but or if, there you, may don't, if be... you don't have it, you, you don't want to violate these people's rights. Right? Uh, absolutely. Yeah. So you don't want to make up stuff. You don't want to, you don't want to get, try to make up stuff to get them arrested because that's going to cause an issue for you once they find out. Right. So if I don't have it, I don't have the arrest. Hey, go. Mm-hmm. I mean, whatever ha- happens after, I can't control that because I didn't have the right to arrest him to take this guy's rights away from him. Right. So if it happens, it happens. I mean, nothing I can do. It's in, my hands are tied at that point. So. Yeah. But I'm not obviously if there's there's if I have the arrest, I'm gonna I'm gonna lock him up depending on what it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. It's a difficult job. I mean. No shit. There's discretion. <laughs> yeah. There's discretion. <laughs> and. Depending on the city you work, like I, we we live in a poor city. Well, where I work is a poor city, so I don't mm-hmm. I don't like to screw people over with right. money fines and stuff like that. Right. But if they're, you know, they continue to there's a line of respect yeah, that you got to keep. They're like, yeah. oh no, this guy's not gonna give me a ticket. This guy, you're gonna get a ticket. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you keep doing it, yeah, you're gonna get a ticket. Yeah. So, um, I think I I look at police in a, in a different perspective than a lot of cops. Mm-hmm more laid back I mean, obviously I do my job but I want to go home that's all yeah. I mean <laughs> yeah, the, yeah. that's yeah, that's kind of what the important thing is and yeah. it's a it's a tough subject it's not one that I really like to bring up no it is because it it's it's like either way you're kind of and and walking I, a fine line yeah and I don't like I said I don't fault people for thinking that we're bad no no I mean the, the media puts it out there some cops are bad but to to think that all of us are bad, that, that I mean, that's a little issue. That's an issue for me. Yeah. Because not all of us are bad. Yeah. And just like every job, I mean, you have your bad apples. Yeah, for sure. So, and it's not gonna, like I said, it's not gonna change people's mind once they have it in their mind that cops are bad. It is what it is. Until mm-hmm. they have a family member, a child, or or parent, or something like that. That's the cop. That's when they start realizing, hey. Mm-hmm. Maybe I shouldn't be doing this, or or seeing all cops are bad because my uncle's not bad, my cousin's not bad, mm-hmm. and, and 
it's unfortunate, but that's that's a reality. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I know plenty of friends who've been in trouble with the law and shit like that. And I know they're not bad people. They just make bad choices. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's it's like that with almost anything. So I I definitely get that. But we'll switch it up because... Yeah, there's <laughs> so much we can say about that topic. <laughs> probably so much. Now we can go on, but I, I mean... No, no, I mean, it's... Uh, I don't want to beat a dead horse, right? It was more, yeah. <laughs> It was more uh, seeing, but anyways, um, I know you're into a lot of real estate shit, especially as of late, and that's something I know you, you're very uh, into. Well, I haven't got too much into it. I mean, I, I would like to, but it's very difficult, at least over here in the north, well, Massachusetts, New Hampshire, property, well, Massachusetts, the properties are pretty expensive, so I want to... I want to get settled with stuff I'm doing right now in my house before I, I move on to that. But I think people should look into real estate. If you can buy, invest in real estate, mm-hmm. I think you can make a lot of money. I mean, you got to be smart about it. And obviously, there's going to be mistakes. Mm-hmm. But right. with every new thing, you're going to make mistakes. Right. Yep. Uh, yep. But there's Absolutely. always there's always money in real estate. I mean, mm-hmm. right now, people, houses are selling yeah. for a lot. At least over here, and the market's high. So, if that's one thing, I mean, if I'm able to be financially secure with my life, just doing real estate, I would do that. I'm mm-hmm. um, not at that point. I mean, I own a couple of properties, but I, I want to be able to just have income coming in, coming in, coming in, where I don't have to work. Right. Um, I don't think it's it's. I mean, it's difficult. But I not think impossible. Once, yeah, once you figure out how the the real estate, real, how real estate actually works, I think you can figure it out and make a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I can't wait though, because <laughs> <laughs> I know there's money there. I just gotta, gotta, I gotta focus a little bit more. I have, I've been slacking on that a lot. So, so let me pick your brain a little bit on that one because, like for example, I don't own a home, right? Um. I know a lot of people are starting to buy up homes, obviously, because of the way the market's going and all that. Mm-hmm. Now, what is the best things to keep in mind when looking for a house? Even though, let's say, you know, you find a house, you like it personally. What are the, some other things that might not catch your attention that you should probably look into when it comes to shopping around, when it comes to, you know, really... Uh, weighing out your options as far as like what kind of work you'll need to put in. Yeah, so uh, I think what... that's, that's part of part of it. Um, so it depends on how, how big your account is. I mean, whether you're you can do the work yourself. Um, I like to look at roofing and the heating system stuff like that because those are the I feel like those are the big big money items where if those go bad, you're gonna spend money on that stuff. Sure. Um, other stuff in the house. I mean, I'm not too worried. I'm never too worried about it. I mean, the sheetrock, all that stuff, like plumbing, electrical, those are a little bit cheaper than a roof and, you know, a heating system. Um, but all that gets settled when you when you have an inspector. Mm. So once you have someone inspect the house, you'll get all that information. You can either, you know, tell the, the seller, hey, drop it down this much. Right. We got a deal, mm-hmm. and then you—if you have that money, you, you fix that stuff yourself, or hire someone to fix it. Mm-hmm. 
Um, if not, you move on to the next thing. Like, I don't want to, I don't want to invest in this property. It's too much work. Yeah. But if you can get a, 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 a cheap house, mm-hmm. well, a, a, a house with potential for a cheap price and you have the money in your account mm-hmm. to fix those things and you can make a hundred thousand off of it. Why not? Yeah. I mean, yeah, you're, you're throwing say twenty thirty thousand $30,000 to fix it, but you're making a hundred thousand. Mm-hmm. So I, it's a I feel like it's a there's a big market in that you need all, you need money to make money so right but if you can get in a house that hey it has potential if you invest a little bit in it do it mm-hmm. I say do it but you gotta kind of know what you're doing though because right. if you don't that that investment turns into you owing you owing a lot of money <laughs> <laughs> that investment for sure, and yeah, so uh, I, I think people should look into it. I mean, even as a side, a side little hustle. I mean, do a little research. I mean, like just to get yourself familiar with it. Mm-hmm. Just hey, you're, you have your your forty hour job or whatever your full time job, and you have time after work to look at properties mm-hmm. and see how what they're valued at, what how much you know a roof costs and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, more knowledge you ha- you have in real estate the better it's going to be for you. Right. I mean, even now, like, I know eventually I'm going to make a mistake and buy a house that I shouldn't have. But I'll learn. I mean, yeah. I don't think, I don't think it's going to be the end of the world. I mean, I'll lose a little bit of money. If I lose a lot, well, I'll lose the house. <laughs> it is what it is. Yeah. I mean, the way I think of it, if I lose that house, whatever, I have my own, as long as I'm paying my primary where I'm living, mm-hmm. my credit score doesn't even matter anymore. Right. You know I mean, my credit score could be bad, good, as long as I'm paying where I'm living and everything else, I'm good. Mm-hmm. You can always bring your score up down the road. Right. So, and I think not, a lot of people hang on to their score yeah. a lot. You know what I mean? They're like, they have everything, you know. It's nice to have a great score. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? It is. But primarily, in the beginning, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. After right now, I'm like, if my score gets screwed up, I mean, what else, what else am I going to get? I have my car. I have my house. Mm-hmm. I mean, what else are you going to get? <laughs> Yeah. With your with your credit score, a loan. Yeah, another loan, another property, yeah, so, a boat. Uh, yeah, I don't. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not too worried about investing in a property. If I lose it, I lose it. Yeah. A lot of people hang on that that credit score. I mean, that's on. I mean, that's good for them. They want to keep their credit score good, but mm-hmm. and obviously, I want to keep mine good if if I can. Sure. But I'm not gonna be like I can, I'm. I'm worried about investing in this because of my credit score. No, I already have everything I need right now. Mm-hmm. For me to to dwell on my credit score, it's it's pointless. Right. Because hey, investments you do good, you do bad. Mm-hmm. It's like the stock market. Yeah. You can do good, you can do bad. Yeah. I mean, it's just treating it like another investment. Yeah, I think people just get hung up on that credit score, scared. I mean, everything in life is an investment. Right. In relationships, everything. Yeah. And you see, relationships they go bad. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. No, I I definitely get that. Um, because I was th- you know my route, you know houses are nice and all that, but like kind of watching you go through like certain situations with the house, you know it. I don't know. Like maybe it may not be something I like to preoccupy my time with. Mm-hmm um to each their own you know what i mean like i feel like some people are just like my dad was very like he'll be out there 
every weekend, you know, doing everything he can outside, mm-hmm. you know, like if, whether it's planting shit, taking care of the lawn, fixing something, you know, just always constantly working on it. Yeah, it can be time consuming. And it's, yeah, it can be time consuming. And me personally, I'm not really like that. Like that. But, you know, when it's your own place, it's your own property, it's your own, it's where you stay, you kind of want to always be improving on it. Yeah. So that may change, you know what I mean, down the line where I finally do get a house and all that. And I'm just like, Once, oh, this, yeah. And that's the thing that people get scared of. They get scared of investing in properties. Like when I, well, not investing, when buying a property. So mm-hmm. there's, I was told before I bought my first house, oh, you sure you can buy, you can afford it, blah, 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 this and this. And I'm like, it's almost like they were trying to steer me away from buying a house. And I look mm-hmm. around and everyone has houses and everyone can buy it. And I, I mean... It's either that or pay rent to some someone else's property and help them pay their mortgage. And I'm like, right. Let me buy this house. Mm-hmm. I mean, what's the worst that's gonna happen? I can't pay for it. I lose it. Mm-hmm. I start all over again. Yeah. No one starts with a perfect score, right? No. Like, <laughs> no. Start all over. Not again. me, anyways. I mean, you're young. You're, if you're young, do it. I mean. The rewards outweigh the risks, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. But obviously, do do your research. Don't just jump in like that. Mm-hmm. Like thinking hey i'm gonna buy a house not knowing how much these bills are gonna be Just, oh of course yeah yeah Just know know what your range is know how much you can spend um but i don't think people should be be scared of buying their first home mm-hmm. i mean everything is you're gonna be scared to do if so, anything that's new you're always gonna be scared to do just like you were talking about think uh sports yeah you're not gonna be the best at it right, right away mm-hmm. so with a house, you buy the house, you screw up, try it again. Yeah. Eventually, you're gonna be you're gonna you're, you're gonna, gonna get learn it from right. your mistakes, and you're gonna get it right, and you're gonna be maybe a multimillionaire. Yeah, that much better. Right. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So you you gotta think of it. Life life is life is all about fixing your mistakes. Sure. In my opinion, you you screw up. Everyone screws up. No one knows how to do everything. No one was born knowing stuff. Oh fuck no no. Yeah. No. You you screw up, fix it. And I'm all about that. Yeah. I usually screw up before I do anything right. So. <laughs> but, but that's why I'm here. I'm like, hey, I already did this. I already screwed this up. Don't do it. Don't take that Carolina Reaper. Don't take that ship. Yep, yep. You didn't have to tell me twice, that bro. I fucking mistake. get it. I yep. get it. But yeah, no, I like, and that's something that I, uh, I was talking about a lot on the last couple, ep- well, the last episode. It was a lot about not being afraid to fail. And that's kind of where this this also ties into that conversation. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Because a lot of people are afraid to suck at something or fail at something. And that kind of keeps you from doing, you know, who knows what. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? All these You shut all these doors in your own face Absolutely. by saying, hey, no, I'm, I'm too afraid to do this or I'm not willing to do that. And you're always going to be scared. Right. I mean, how many times have I been, I mean, I, I was scared to buy my house. I was scared <laughs> to be a police officer. Scared to go away the army. Yeah. I was, yeah. Yep. And I'm, you know, I'm like, you know what, whatever happens, happens. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm only in this world for so long. Yeah. Right. I mean, just go with it. Yeah. It's all about Take the taking the opportunities yeah. that show up as they come and you're doing the best you can and yeah. making the most out of it. You just got to be smart about the risks you take. Yeah, absolutely. That's, that's the thing. You, I mean... I think as uh, as I get older, I mean, obviously I get wiser, mm-hmm. but I start realizing, hey, what my parents used to tell me, don't do this, don't do this. And I'm like, ah, they don't know what they're talking about. Right. I go and do it. I'm like, oh, shit. I'm 30 <laughs> years old. I know what they're talking about now. 
<laughs> so now I try to tell people, I'm like, hey, yeah. don't do this. Right. I've done it. My parents have done it. And they still do it. I mean, I get it. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, people, a lot of people learn from experience. Right. If I tell you, hey, don't do this because this is going to happen, you're going to be like, uh, maybe it won't happen. Yeah. That's usually how my yeah, brain works. Exactly. And and, and, mm-hmm. I, and I get it. When people do it and they make the mistake, I'm like, I told you, I warned you, but I get why you did it. Right. Like, I'm one of those people that usually has to, tr- even if I, even if I'm warned ahead of time, my brain usually goes, maybe it's just the way you did it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yep. And that's something that has proven me right and has also burned my ass for yeah. that. You know what I mean? It's happened to me a lot where I do something and I've been told it's not going to work out and I go ahead and do it anyways because that's just the way I am. I need to try it. I need to see it. I need mm-hmm. to feel it. And all like ultimately, I think a lot of it comes down to what can I learn from it? Yeah. You know what I mean? Even if I do fail, you know what I mean? What can I take away so that it helps me on the second go or it it makes me think of taking a different avenue you know what i mean Mm -hmm. and i think that's the way i've always been when it comes to learning new things i'm always kind of like if i fail i fail but fuck it but i mean i'm gonna do it go the good good route right like you may do it and it works out for you yeah i mean that's why i don't when, when i tell people hey don't do this this might happen yeah i mean if you do it it doesn't happen. Just be willing to accept the consequences. Yeah, yeah. That's that's one thing I never yeah. got mad at myself for. Yeah. I even if I did fail and I didn't listen, I already knew ahead of time that this is all me. You know what I mean? I'm not gonna be mad at myself for something that might have you know, I was warned about in the first place. Yeah, yeah. I chose to go against it and do what I thought was right anyways, and I failed. You know, how can I be mad at myself for that? Absolutely. And the only person, if I do get mad, the only person should be at myself. It shouldn't be at anybody else. Mm-hmm. So I did, like me personally, that's the way I learn. So I, I get it. I, I do that too, but now I'm a little bit cautious. Yeah. Especially, I mean, with my job, I, I have a lot more to lose. Oh, for sure. So mm-hmm. when they tell me, "Hey, don't do this because that's that's gonna happen," okay. Yeah. I gotcha. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah. Or so if I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna. Figure, do a little more more research and see like, oh, yeah. hey, mm-hmm. they screwed up this way. Maybe if I do it this way, it'll work out. Right. But I'm a little bit more cautious now because of obviously my job. I don't want to lose my job. Depending on what it is, obviously. Sure. I mean, investing. I'm not. I'm not too worried about that. That's nothing that I should be like scared of. Mm-hmm. But um, bigger things like um, uh, hey, don't cheat because. You might get divorced. <laughs> she, might, she might give you a divorce and you're going to lose everything. You right. lose that house. And then you're like, mm, You just cheated get, wrong, motherfucker. I will, I will, yeah, I won't get caught. Don't worry. I won't get caught. You're stupid. You got caught. And then yeah. months down the road, fuck, he was right. I got yeah. caught. Mm-hmm. And then you go, the divorce comes, you lose your house and you lose half of uh, Jesus. So, yeah. So That's it's, a nightmare. It's, that, I, yeah. I can't say... I've been divorced. I mean, I've never been married, but thankfully I haven't lost my house. I think I heard uh, Dave Chappelle say once, uh, the, uh, marriage is just a contract you should never sign. Yeah. Well, and... I mean, I say that. I know, I, yeah, no, I don't want to say that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... I don't, I'm, I'm not against it. Right. But I know... I know it can go sideways. Sure. It, 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 it takes... Two, these two people to 
recognize that, hey, there's going to be issues in a relationship. As long as you guys respect each other, I mean, I think you can make it work. Mm. Um, and a lot of people don't do that. They're just like, oh, I'm fighting with him. I'm not happy. And then right. that's it. It's over. Right. They'd rather not go back and fix it yeah. or apologize yeah. or some shit like that. And I think yeah, relationships, they're a lot of work. Yeah. Um, He's gotta, he's gotta go with it because no relationship. I mean, in my opinion, I don't think from friends, just being a cop and looking at other people's relationships, my own personal relationship. I don't think any relationship is going to be perfect. Yeah. No, absolutely not. I don't think one exists. Yeah. You gotta work on it, and if both of you are not working on it, then it's not gonna work. Right. Absolutely. That's the thing too. Like. uh, then you get into see because the problem with for me the problem with marriage is like when you do that whole like you know you signing up and on and doing all that shit the the part that i don't get about marriage is why you're mixing finances with love you know what i mean that kind of shit it's one thing if you want to have like a joint a bank account budget yourselves together do all that shit but where i don't agree is like all right so now you're married to this person now Everything you own is 50-50 all the time. Especially if just one person in, in that relationship. Yeah, if one is the breadwinner yeah. and one isn't, it's obviously a one, a very one-sided agreement, right? Yeah. So that's that's kind of where I don't agree with marriage because then you get into all that financial shit and it kind of taints it. I mean, yeah. it, it, that's you also have prenups, shit like that, that kind of take care of that. But then that becomes a question. Exactly. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. So he expects, he expects he, a divorce right. down the road? Right. And it's like me, I would... I, I think I would ask for a prenup if I was ever in the position to be like, I'm sure I'd want to do a horrible thing like marriage. I'd just be like, ah, not horrible thing. But it, to me, <laughs> in my experience, and not that I've ever been married, but in my experiences, I just, I don't know. Like, I I think you can love somebody just as equally without being married. And that's no offense to anybody who is married. If you're married, good for you. Uh, but I just don't know if I'm that type of person. I'm not so, so sure. I'm, yeah, so I'm not I'm not that type of person. I mean, I would like to get married down the road. Um, the prenup thing, I don't know. I mean, I'm not against it. If she wants to get a prenup or... Mm. I mean, if I want to get a prenup, it shouldn't be an issue because stuff doesn't work. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I mean, it might work and good. Then the prenup doesn't mean anything. But if it doesn't work, I want to be able to keep... Hey, I bought uh, Everything my, you've worked for, just I like... I bought my yeah. car. I mm-hmm. don't want... I have my pension from work. I don't want you taking my pension. Yeah, that's stuff that it makes you. No yeah, sense. right. What, what are you putting no your sense. What are you putting your life on the line for? Uh, yeah, it's, yeah. It makes no, like it makes no sense that I have to give up my part of my pension to a person that didn't even earn it. Yeah, and that I don't know. So I mean, marriage does scare me. I'm not against it, um, but I don't. I mean, sometimes it's, people people want it. I don't. Want it right now? Mm. But we'll see. Yeah, I guess Things it's changed. I, I, yeah, I, I mm-hmm. wanted a kid at one point. I don't want a kid anymore. Yeah, so. I'm teetering on that. I, I I'm pretty sure I want a kid. I've I wanted a kid since I was fucking 12 years old. Damn 12. Yeah, I wanted a kid when I was a kid. <laughs> but, but I've always, yeah, no, I just, well, it was more because like growing up, you'd always have the baby cousins and stuff. So if grandma was babysitting, you'd help, you know what I mean? You'd yeah. help uh, do stuff. But it, I think just because I always grew up around 
you know younger younger family members like that yeah. it it was kind of like i was already on board with the idea yeah. But also now I'm an adult and this is fucking like 16 years later. So shit's changed. I see, I, I'm not against having a kid, but my thing is like, I don't want to have to be like, hey, I need to find a babysitter to go out. Yeah. Hey, I have to worry for the rest of my life about my child's life. <laughs> think yeah. about it. Yeah. You, if you really love your child, which I mean, you, you have, should. Your, yeah, you yeah. should. You're freaking seven years old. You have a, say, 30 year old freaking daughter or son they're still your baby mm-hmm. if, if right if it'll always be your yeah, baby something's yeah going on, my mom does it now if my, something's yeah. going on in your in your life yeah they, they want to try and help you right mm-hmm. i don't want to have to worry about someone at 80 <laughs> 70 years old i just i don't think i'm trying to worry about my my back not breaking i don't think at that age they're even worrying about you <laughs> i don't know man i mean I, I i think about them but then i'm like I need it. I need it. I probably need a child to take care of me when I'm 82. Who's, who's, that too. Yeah, you're on your gonna, own. Who's gonna take care of if me? If you never have kids, you're kind of on your own yeah. for the rest of your life. Because my parents will probably be dead by the time I'm 80. Yeah, I hope my so. Sister's, my sister's <laughs> a year and a half younger than me. She can't. She's gonna be taking care of, trying to take care of her own self. Right. My brother's what? Uh, younger than me, right? 24, I think. Yeah. He's, yeah. Yeah. He's, a, he's. So I mean, I can't count on him. He can't even count on his own life. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, I, yeah, sometimes you can forget. So, yeah, so maybe I should. I don't know. Maybe I just talk myself into trying to have a kid down the road. I think I think I will. No matter what, I think I will. It's just, it. there's a lot more going into it than I originally anticipated. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, when you're 12, you're not anticipating shit, right? You're just kind of saying you want a kid because it yeah. sounds like a great idea. But when you have to work and provide and do all that shit, it's a whole like, different ball. I'm having trouble supporting myself. How do I yeah. support a kid? <laughs> and that's the thing too. Like I think also when I when I do when I'm ready to do that to have a kid and and be that guy, I I'm gonna do pretty much all the things I would have done single. You know what I mean? I probably wouldn't want to do any more single activities. You know, as far as I can think of. Like it's 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 one thing to be like dating and you know do all that stuff, but what else am I? By the time I have a kid, I want to be at the point where like I'm pretty satisfied with my experiences. Now I'm ready to oh, yeah. invest that into somebody else. Yeah. Is really what I'm trying to say. And I don't, but that's the thing. I don't think humans will ever be satisfied. You got to think. Mm. You're poor. Right. You want money. You want to be rich. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. But the rich people, they're rich. They want something bigger. They want more money. Think about it. I think that comes down to, like, see, it's nice to have material things and all that, but it's it, that's also like filling a void. You know what I mean by throwing more money at it. Yeah. I think if you're not satisfied with yourself, like who you are, well, no matter if you're middle class, poor, or rich, you're not. You're gonna always want more, thinking it's always. gonna fill that. Yeah, always, and you will never be satisfied. Right. I think. Imagine us being millionaires. We can buy whatever we want. We can go wherever we want. At some point, we're gonna be tired of going to the same places. Sure. We already have everything we want. Yeah. We're gonna have so much time that what? Now I know why millionaires get into drugs because there's nothing else to do. <laughs> they get bored. <laughs> They're like, yo, I've done everything except cocaine. Let's ah, do yeah, that. Let's try this. Let's party. <laughs> right so it's 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 you're always gonna want more you're never satisfied with what you have and i mean i think that might be just human nature i mean probably 
I mean, I have this house, mm-hmm. but I want a bigger house. Mm. There's someone who who's renting who wants a house. Right. They're, I mean, it's going to go on. I it's mean, just one level up yeah, all the time. It's, yeah. Mm-hmm. You're never going to be satisfied. You make more money, you're going to want better things. Yeah. So, I don't know. Where were we going with this? Uh, I don't know. It just the conversation takes off, and I just follow, bro. I don't. I don't really. There is no rhyme or reason to yeah. these. Or at least I don't want to make it that way. Um. As far as uh. Oh, it was, it, went, it was talking about the kids. Kids. We were talking about kids. Kids. Yeah. Um. Me personally, I I've I've always wanted a big family. Like when it comes to like having a family, I'd prefer to have a lot of kids just because. You know, I was raised with just me and my sister. So it's like, it's nice to have like more than one sibling. You know oh, what yeah, I mean? Definitely. Because like, if you're uh, you're raised with this one person, who the fuck? You get mad. What else are you, what else are you going to do? You know what I mean? You yeah. can't like go talk to somebody else. Yeah. You know what I mean? Your parents are working or whatever. You're fighting with your with your sibling. That's it. So you got to make up, right? So oh, that's a lot of kids though. Imagine having to take care of like three kids, man. I don't know how my parents did it. I don't know how my grandmother did it. Guess what? Yeah, Seven? my my grandparents had big ass families. Yeah, That's so seven. seven. I want to say seven on my dad's side. If you're including like stepbrothers, like a step, I think there was one stepbrother or something like that. But six without a stepbrother on my dad's side, and then on my mom's side, six also, and then a stepbrother. So, so it's kind of seven kids six, each. Seven kids here now. Now, had, now it's had, impossible. They had them yeah. around what younger oh yeah, yeah uh yeah so they started my grandparents started having kids when they were obviously in probably like 16 maybe 16 17 that's that's 17 that's crazy that is that's they're wild to, that they, is wild to think able about to raise us like yeah my mom had me when she was 17 but i think it's also a different time that you're raising those kids in i think it's it's scarier now i think it's scarier raising a kid now than it was then is it more of a burden then? Yeah, because they had to like work two, three jobs to make it happen. But I think you know was, what I mean? That was normal back then. Everyone but was that just, was normal. Yeah, yeah. Everyone just worked worked a lot. They had a small little apartment where everyone just lived in like two beds. Yep, and it was like, like literally a dirt floor. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like yeah. literally, like literally like but that. It was everybody in that right. Doing that, so, mm-hmm. Yeah, so it was more. But it, it, and here's the thing: it's more. I I think the world is a scarier place. To raise a kid in now than it was then, I would say that. Because they hate cops. Maybe, maybe, (laughs) maybe. But (laughs) it's just you don't know what's gonna happen. And I think a lot of a lot of like kids and stuff, they're so connected to devices and they're not developing their personalities or like even manners or any of that shit. Mm -hmm. I've seen this so many times. I've seen kids throw tantrums just because they don't have their tablet or their mom's phone. It's like, dude, this is my phone. I pay for this shit every month. It's for emergencies. It's for my own shit. I'm going to hand it to you so you can drain my battery and then I have to wait <laughs> to use my own. No, I'm all fucking set. I'm would, all set. Oh, my God. I always said that if I, if I ever do have a kid, they are not doing that electronic stuff. It's not. Or they, it's going to be limited. Yeah, it's got to be super limited. Because I want them to have that experience where I have, where I was, I was outside playing. 
manhunt, tag, playing the park. But I don't think you have kids doing that anymore. I, I know. That's crazy. That is crazy. But, I mean, they don't have, but they do have, like, leagues. But that's baseball, what I was saying. Like, sports like is yeah. kind of the only other thing mm-hmm. the, that even resembles our childhood. And like you said in your last podcast, it, I feel like it creates some sort of discipline. Yeah, for sure. For and right sure. now, they don't have that discipline. No. Right now, they they feel like they can walk over their parents. Mm-hmm. They don't yeah. respect teachers. Yep. They, don't, they don't respect cops. Yep. So... Maybe it's that the technology is ruining the kids right now, or their lack. It's just like maybe because it's easy to hand your kids throwing a tantrum. It's easy to hand them something and be like, "Shut up here." That's true. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's I think it falls on the parents a lot of that to instill those kind of things. You know what I mean? Like I think it's very important to talk to your kid. Like and and this is all keep in mind, folks. This is all two assholes that don't oh, have yeah, kids talking. Yeah, yeah. So please do not get offended. Yeah, bear with us. But but it seems to me like. Nobody, I mean, I'm sure there is, take, this is kind of like a, like a, take it with a grain of salt, but nobody wrote the book on parenting, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. There's no right way to parent your kid, every kid's different, you can't hold one kid to the same things that you hold another kid to. Yeah. So, I think when your kids are going off and, you know, like having a, temp- a temper tantrum or something, it's easy to hand them technology or something to distract Shut them, them instead of address the actual issue, like, hey, you can't make a scene in the in the in the middle of walmart you know what i mean you can't do those things yeah. instead of just putting them in the cart handing them in here you just use this until i'm done shopping and you know what i mean you should be talking to your kids you should be you should be like talking well my, what my mom did was she talked to me like i was a, a already a human being like a person mm-hmm. you know what i mean she wasn't doing the whole you know babying shit like goo goo gaga bullshit she would talk to me in complete sentences you know what i mean she would she would treat me like my opinion mattered. You know what I mean? She wouldn't just treat me like a kid. Oh, you're too young for this. Get the fuck out. You know what I mean? Like brush him off. You know what I mean? She really did take me in like, hey, this is how you react when someone is rude. Yeah. Or, hey, this is what you don't be afraid to ask questions. You know, shit like that. It's it's more those things that I think people are ignoring because there's an easier route now more than ever. I you know what I mean? Parents also ignoring spanking. Yeah, that too. That, that, it's not illegal. It's not illegal to hit mm-hmm. your child. I mean, is, is discipline your child they call it reprimanding yeah, yeah. yeah but you're allowed to spank your child mm-hmm. as long as you're not abusing them right then you're okay a cop is not well at least where we were it's a cop is not going to arrest you for uh, you know disciplining your child for something they did wrong as long as you're not going overboard with it mm-hmm. you know they spank them in the butt right but if you're hitting them with a belt like i used to get hit oh yeah no i mean <laughs> welts if you I mean, that helped me that helped me but i know i know i mean i wouldn't do that to my kids yeah but i mean it maybe, served a maybe, purpose maybe that was how, how how kids are changing now i mean then they're, they're not getting hit with the bell anymore so that's now, true now they get spanked and it's just like oh i got hit that didn't hurt that much but it kind of bothered my butt yeah right but before I was like, shit, I ain't trying to get hit with this belt. Yeah, this no. Slipper, this chunk. Let I was be. the goodest of two shoes, bro. Yeah, yeah. I was the goodest two shoes. I, I, my, I used to. I remember I had a cousin. Uh, well, I still have a cousin. He's he didn't go away. <laughs> I, I had a, one of my cousins who was notorious for being just the bad kid. Like he did things just to do them because they were bad, and he knew it. <laughs> He wasn't a bad person. He was just a bad kid. Sure like he, is. yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Let me see what can get away with. Exactly. All the time. All the time. And it would be situations where I'm watching him. I'm like watching him do it. I'm like, you know, she's going to come and whoop your ass, right? Like I'm talking to him. <laughs> Obviously not as I, I didn't say that, but you know, you're going to get in trouble, right? 
And he's like, no, don't worry about it. You know what I mean? It would always be like, I don't care. You know, he'd be like, oh, I won't get caught. Yeah, yeah. He would always hope for the best. And then when he got the worst of it, you could, the door closes behind you, bro. Yeah. I knew it. I'm like, yo, this motherfucker's getting it again. Like, uh, the door would close and you just hear the bell. Wah, wah, yeah, and yeah. you could hear, you could hear the screaming. And then when he comes out, he was all, you know, like all <laughs> fucked up. And it's just like, well, it's I, like, bro, every time I tell you, I tell you, you're going to get in trouble. I'm like, dude, you're going to get caught. You're going to get caught. And he did a lot, a lot. I, I never I, learned. I can appreciate the, the whooping though. Yeah. Like I used to mm-hmm. get, because if I didn't get that whooping and I felt like I can walk over my parents, I do, I, I'd probably be selling drugs or in jail. Getting or a, yeah. Trying to see what because, you really can get away with. Because if yeah. I knew I can get away with it, my parents are going to do anything. I'll keep doing it. Yeah. But my, my dad was like, he caught me stealing one day. Put my hand over the stove, a hot stove, right? So I can feel the flame. You fucking do it again, I'm going to burn your hand. Oh, shit. That ain't happening again. That ain't happening again. Yeah. It's, it's just like, I don't know. That's that. It, it was excessive discipline, but for me, I appreciated it. I know it's not, it's frowned upon But you now. appreciated it now. Yes, now that I'm You older, didn't get, like, yeah. then you were just like, my, then my I'm fucking like, parents yeah. were hard and, yeah. yeah. No, they were definitely, I still think that they were, well, my dad was really hard, but uh, I I understood. I mean, I was doing bad, well, not bad things, but like. You no, thought no, at the no, time no, you, they were yeah, bad, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, no, like stuff that kids would do. Like, yeah, kids think everything is like yeah. the worst thing ever. Yeah. yeah, so now, I mean, I wouldn't go that route. I don't think it's appropriate now. Sure. Um, They definitely, I mean, kids do need discipline. They, yeah. they need to know that they can't get away with stuff. Right. If they feel they can get away with stuff, they're going to continue to do it. Yeah. So where 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 I where I work, it's all juveniles that are in gangs. Yeah. They're all the only the people that I've had issues with are the juveniles. Those are the ones that always try to fight me, always. Yeah. And and it and it and it kills me. That's my, crazy. I would. Back in the day, it was like God. I'd be terrified. Yeah, my dad was like. You fucking respect the police. You respect your teachers, doctors, all these people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had oh, no man, issues oh, there. Kick your ass. No issues there. Yo, yes, sir. <laughs> no, man. That's how I was with, with teachers, police officers. Yeah. There was no disrespecting uh, teachers, throwing chairs in class, fighting in class. Yeah, like, no. Those kids were crazy. I remember, like, seeing <laughs> seeing shit happen in class. I'm like, yeah. fucking wild. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, no shame. They're like, yeah, I'm going to throw this chair. At the at the at the teacher or something. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was like, wow. Yeah. And then they get they get home and the parents don't do anything and it just it's continuous. Yeah, and uh, that's a that's I think it's a huge part of it the discipline thing. But let me ask you this: as far as the discipline goes, obviously you can spank your kid, right? Yeah. We got it a lot harder than that, but we turned out okay. I would say we we have like no screws loose. Yeah, yeah. I think, you know what I mean. I think it all depends because there, there can be some parents that hit you and it it actually affects the, the child. Yeah. Like where my parents doesn't, my mom or dad doesn't love me. No. I didn't feel that way because you know they they, I knew I did something bad. Right. My dad would come around. He wouldn't just do it for no reason. Yeah. He wouldn't just walk up and be like. But a lot of kids, if they, let me see, I don't. I don't is like, that but is that because they're more fragile now? Do you think that kids are be are more fragile? I think, or do you think it's like that makes it that way where they're like, yeah. "Hey, your parents shouldn't be hitting you. Shouldn't be doing this. If they hit you, they don't love you." Or I don't know. I I, I feel like it's every all kids are getting coddled now. 
So when they do get hit, they're like, "Oh my god, she doesn't love me." It's like a lot of participation bullshit. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it, and it's not necessarily true. I mean, for me, it wasn't necessarily true. I I knew my parents loved me. I knew I did something wrong, mm-hmm. and it's not like they they hit me. Well, my dad most said he hit me. Twenty minutes later, he talked to me. Hey, you know I love you, or hey, you know I I hit you because of this, this and that. Okay, mm-hmm. fine, I get it. Yeah, but it's not like they like I'm not. You're not eating. Or I'm not buying you <laughs> You're and not you, eating. You got punished for what you did. Move on. Next right, day. right. And that was it. So I, under, I think I understood. Like, hey, I screwed up. Let's new slate. And that's what I think. That kind of pushes you to be that way. You know what I mean? It's kind of you're not gonna. You don't have time with that kind of like uh, system in place. You don't have the time to be like, oh, the world did me wrong. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's kind of like you did something wrong. Here are the consequences. You know, it's not going to follow you the rest of your fucking life. You you stole something. You, obviously, your dad made yeah. sure you weren't going to do it again. Yeah. You know what but, I mean? But like, it's not the end of the world. You no, know, if not. somebody gets told, oh, this is like not right. But I know, I know for me that worked. But I know it's like I told you, it's I don't think it should it should, it should still be done. Right. I think it could it could definitely affect the kids psychologically. Oh, yeah. And I don't think back then I. I I don't know what the difference is with kids now and back versus then. back then. Yeah. But I know now it's if you hit a kid, it's it messes with them. I feel like I think it's going to mess with. Them. Is it I messing mean, with them or is it what people make it seem like it's doing? Is it something that's like, oh, a new study shows that uh, hitting your kid with the belt, you know, uh, gives them a 10 percent chance of being, you so, know, so somebody can, who's willing to commit violence at an adult age. Yeah, so they kind of get fed all this Yeah, you get fed all this shit and you're like, oh my God, this is terrible. But I, I mean, I've been hit, you know, I've been reprimanded in my childhood way more extreme than half of what these kids are dealing with and not really, you know, like I did shit bad too. You didn't think I didn't get a belt yeah. that came with it? Yeah, I did. I sure did. I just, <laughs> it just, it just, it didn't. I just don't see what the difference is between then and now, how I'm not like this fucked up individual. I just can't see any connection. And that's that's what I think the biggest thing is. I can't see a connection why it would make me any worse or how it made me a worse person. But now I think they have so many studies and shit going on that they're throwing all this information in your face. People are scared to hit their kids. And now you get these crazy shits coming out and just doing anything they want, throwing tantrum in public places. Like, just doing off-the-wall shit that you were a bad kid if you did it in, in when I was growing up. Yeah. Those are just shit that you did if you had, like, like you had bad parents or something was up. You know, but it wasn't, like, a regular thing where people, like, kids are throwing tantrums and all that yeah. shit. And just not respecting people. Honestly, I don't even know what... what like, I have a theft change. story. So, here's the difference between the way your parents were and my parents. So, I had a theft story. Yeah. And we were at the mall. And, uh... At the mall, I don't know if you've seen them. They have these like uh, pebbles that are like almost marble, like very small, clear pebbles, and they're shaped like a half yeah. circle. Yep. I know what you know, like about. they go in fish yeah. tanks and yeah. shit. I liked them. <laughs> <laughs> so, so we went into the store, and mm, I don't remember, but I got away from my dad long enough to steal, steal, <laughs> yeah, to get sticky fingers, and uh, I. Uh, I didn't think, no, I didn't grab like a whole thing. I wanted, I first I asked, I was like, can I have these? Because I had like, there was like a bag. There's a bag and there's a bag full of them. And uh, (laughs) he said no, obviously. 
So there were some loose in the in the bucket or whatever it was that they were in, and I grabbed a few. And then we leave the store, and I'm walking, and we're walking, and I was playing with one, and my dad looked at me, and I looked at him. Obviously, I stole it. <laughs> and he was like, did you steal that? And I'm like, I guess, yeah. And then he's like, we're going to go bring it back right now. And then he drags me all, because we were walking around the mall. It's a, it's a pretty decent-sized mall, so, you know little kid walking around it takes some time to get back so 20 minutes later we're back at the store we're back at the store and i'm already crying the minute he told me we're going back i'm crying and i'm like you're gonna have to tell them what you did and you're gonna have to like they use the power of embarrassment so to the fullest (laughs) and so i'm walking back for these stupid little like there's two or three of them like two or three of them not even a big deal and then i'm like and he's like go ahead and then i walk up to the counter and then they're looking at me and i'm looking at them and i'm and i hold my hand out and I said, I'm sorry, I stole these. And then I hand it to them, like, oh, did you take these? And they're like, yeah. And it's like, it's okay, don't worry about it. And I think they were laughing. My dad was like, like they were obviously teaching me a lesson and yeah. the adults knew what was going on. Yeah. So they were laughing at me, I'm sure. But see, at least he did something. But he did something about it, right. Your parents would be like, you stole that and just leave them with it. Yeah, or it. be like, don't do that again, but no action after that. It's yeah. just kind of like you're getting yelled at, but mm-hmm. as a kid, how often are you getting yelled at? Yeah. Right? You're getting yelled at for, you know, when it's time to leave, when it's time to, you know, do, you know, go brush your teeth, when it's time to clean your room, when it's you're getting yelled at all the time. So how you're not going to treat it any different than when something serious happens, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? You're going to be like, "Oh yeah, so what?" You know what I mean? Like they're yelling at me again for yeah. something I did. Exactly. So it's obviously not a big deal if I'm not getting hit. And I'm not, like, doing any kind of repentance. You know yeah. what I mean? Like that, you call it community also service. A, a discipline. Yeah. Or, I mean, they're embarrassing. That's 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 still a kind of, I mean, I think that's a discipline. They're embarrassing me. I'm like, all right. That I'm was a huge do, thing for I me. I want to do this again. I'm yeah, I had sorry. pride. I may yeah. have been, like, fucking four years old, but I had pride. Yeah, because you probably felt like you were a good kid. And th- now. Now I'm a criminal. These, yeah, to these, <laughs> to these, to these uh, employees, you're like. Yeah, oh these my strangers. God, think I'm, I'm a bad kid. Yeah. Yeah, that that's probably a big piece of it, too, because my parents would always tell me, like, you're a good kid. Like, there's nothing you're not like, don't think of yourself as a bad kid. Mm-hmm. And I think they also had a good balance of positive reinforcement. And it, that went hand in hand with, uh, you know, the structure, the the discipline actions. You know what I mean? Yeah. It kind of was like a balance where I didn't, it wasn't ever one sided where I thought I was perfect or that I wasn't ever bad yeah. you know what i mean and i think if you if you're one-siding it too much these kids grow up entitled you know what i mean they think that they are owed all this shit because exactly. they were never bad yep. you know what i mean so uh, the world owes me because i'm always on the right i'm always doing the right thing yeah. and blah 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 and they don't look at themselves objectively yeah and then that's where shit hits the fan yeah i, I mean i think kids should still get rewarded sure when they're doing good but yep if they're doing something bad hey you did something bad. This is uh, this is what's gonna happen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And a lot of kids. I mean, some parents just do. Actually, a lot of parents don't even do the the discipline. They yeah. just let them do whatever they want. But even positive that. I mean, if I'm getting good grades or something like that, hey, my parents used to take me out to eat or something. Yeah. You know, if I got good grades or, ice cream or something like yep. that, something a reward like for something yeah, I did. Something, even something small like. Yeah. You know, and I don't think a lot of parents do that as often now. I mean. Well, also, too, like, think about the rewards you get now versus what we got. Oh, yeah. We got some dinky-ass toys that fucking broke within two weeks of your cousin playing with them, (laughs) smashed to pieces, and it's like, all right, I guess I got to wait till Christmas to get something else. You know what I mean? It wasn't like, it wasn't like, 
oh, the new iPad's coming out. I gotta have yeah, it for my birthday. What the fuck? Like, they're like, here's 20 bucks for your birthday. We love you. Get the fuck out of my face. Yep. You know what I mean? It was it was like, you know, you the biggest thing that I got on my birthday was like maybe birthday parties or like something like very modest. You know what I mean? It wasn't yeah. like I was getting an, a phone for my birthday at 11 years old, 10 years old because mm-hmm. it's what everybody else has. It's funny. My grandmother now, to this day, she'll only give me $10 every time. <laughs> Even now, as a kid, it's $10 for Christmas. $10 for Christmas. I'm I'm freaking 33. $10, $10 for Christmas. <laughs> I can appreciate that, though. Okay, oh, no, you got it. <laughs> I know what I'm getting. 10 bucks. I know what I'm You've getting. You've had 10 bucks for your birthday since you were a fucking baby. Yep. Oh, that's hilarious. She never changed it, so I never expected more. I never expected less, right? Yeah. And the kids now, they expect more all the time. Yeah, they do. Yeah. You tell them, hey, this is what you're getting. This is what you're getting. Yeah, you raise that bar. Yeah. And I, like, it was only, like, uh, you know, maybe birthdays or something like that that I would get, like, big gifts. Christmas, I'd really do well with gifts and shit because everybody's buying shit. It's crazy. But that's, like, I wouldn't just get shit for no reason. Yeah. You know what I mean? I wouldn't I wouldn't be getting rewarded for, for fucking dirt. Oh, even when I dirt. Used to, when we used to go to uh, the... The grocery store. Can I get a quarter? So oh yeah, yep. The yep. The machines. Yeah, the candies. Nope, not today. <laughs> not today. Damn. One piece of candy. One quarter. One. Qu- <laughs> I can't get a quarter. <laughs> but it was almost like, all right, you know what? They they set that bar like, hey, a quarter means something. Yeah. Yep. You get me? When you, that like it's it's a little bit. Yeah. But it's a lot for me. Right. So they made it seem like no. This is Money lot. is worth something. This is, this is this may be not a dollar, but yeah. it's still worth this something. A, this is a lot, all right. Yeah, and I never thought of it that yeah. way. You're not gonna get this because it's a lot of money, and I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna. Pretty much, it's almost like spoiling you. But they, there was other days that I asked for a quarter. It was like mm-hmm. every time. Yeah. Other days they give me a quarter. I'm like, yes. Yeah. I got a quarter. <laughs> Let me get this candy. Or it's this funny because the the uh, ice cream man would pass by right in the neighborhood, and I'd be like, Grandma, ice cream. You know what I mean? I wanted to get mm-hmm. ice cream every day, like at five o'clock or some shit. It would roll around. And she'd be like, oh, go see what I have in, in my uh, bureau. Because she would keep, like, shit for that. Change you know, like, yeah. changing shit for that. And if there wasn't there, it wasn't there. But uh, it wasn't there. You but know what I mean? she already planned it. But she, yeah, she would be like, some days they'll get it, some days they won't. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it, I'd be, some days I'd get it. But I knew that it, I would have taken it for granted otherwise. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. You know what I mean? And yeah. I don't know if she knew that. But whether she, it was intentional or not. Like, it wasn't. As even if it would have been something that they, they could have done, they didn't want to make it like a given. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like just because I'm asking, it's mm-hmm. there. You know, it's going to happen. I think kids get entitled. And that's They're like, oh, yeah. if I ask for this, I'm going to get it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, if I ask for it, I may or may not get it. And it depends on how I, I act. Like if I behave, I'm most likely I might get something. Yeah. Or I might not. Mm hmm. But if I'm misbehaving, I'm damn sure not getting that quarter. <laughs> yeah. So you see me walking around the market, the the, the grocery store, quiet, not for anything. Wait until you're about to pay to ask for that quarter. <laughs> you don't ask for anything delicious nope. in the aisles. You just wait till that candy machine comes yep. by. You know, yep. you know the routine. You know where they're going. You know they're gonna end yep. up right here. Yeah, All right, time get, to ask. You got, you got that ball at the grocery store. You're bouncing it. Put that back. Yeah. You know you ain't getting that quarter right when you get in line. They already yelled at you for that, for that ball that they've yelled at you every other time. Yeah, every time that they're there, you know you mm-hmm. went and grabbed one. Yeah. But that's... uh. But then you learn. Don't grab that ball. But then, yep. Behave, you might get that quarter. Yeah, yeah. yep. And uh, Or good, good, get good grades. Yeah. And that was something that uh, wasn't my shtick. <laughs> grades were not my thing. Well, I, grades are... I mean, my grades are pretty good up until sixth grade. And then I got my... I think first D. And... 
I didn't get in trouble for it. Oh, so, no. These would have castrated me. No, I didn't get in I trouble get for these. it. So I was like, all right. You know what? I can get away with this. <laughs> so I started getting C's because I used to be A's and B's, A's and B's. Me too. For, kinder, for a while, yeah. I got into fifth grade and then got that D. That sounded wrong. <laughs> hey, if you say so. If you if you got that D, hey, I'm not going to dispute it. Um, and I was like, and that was probably it. They didn't discipline me and mm. tell me, hey, you did that this wrong. And I was just like, all right, it's okay to screw up. Mm. I mean, all through It is, but you, uh, but yeah. But in high school, I wasn't that bad because I loved my sports mm. track. So I was like, I need to keep at least passing grades. Yeah, to, in order to so, participate. So I can play my sports. So mm-hmm. even though they weren't, you know, disciplining me for my grades, in my head, I was already disciplined. I'm like, hey, I need to. In order to do this, this, I need to do this. And it's because they disciplined me before, like, with everything else. Right. I mm-hmm. mean, they may not have disciplined me with that first D, but after that, I I kind of figured, hey, if I want to do this, I need to do this right. I need to get my grades, you know, on point. Right. So I think it's it's just overall how my parents raised me that kind of created me, like, you know, created a kid where I was like, I was able to discipline myself and know what's right and wrong and, and know what I should be doing in life. Right. So. Right. And that's, that's all, it's all relative. I think it's, I think it's true that discipline, like from the home, you know, environment and also sports kind of does tell, teach you how to be an adult and take responsibility for the shit mm-hmm. that you should be taking responsibility for shit. That's going to help you in the long term to be responsible with. Yeah. And I, I really do think that discipline and sports really did that for me. But well, um, sports yeah. yeah, yeah, it's it's true because if you don't make those grades, you're not fucking, you're not participating. You're <laughs> yeah. benched, bro. Yep, and you're I, fucking benched, and, and it's like, yo. Back, back in the day, I was like, yo, what else am I gonna do? Right, go home. Everyone's do nothing. Everyone's doing sports. We didn't have like YouTube and shit. Yeah, you know, we didn't have those things that we could the, distract I ourselves had dial with. Up, and even then, that, oh. that was a problem. Aim maybe AOL. That was a problem. Aim. That was as that was as uh, crazy as it got after school. <laughs> that like. That in video games, maybe. Yeah. All right, let's see. Yeah, yeah, we should be good. Yeah, we should be good. Because <laughs> I gotta, I gotta listen to it all over again, edit it, and all that shit. But that's a lot. So, all right. So uh, next episode, I think I'm gonna do. I might be doing it solo. I'm gonna have. I already have people asking the interview, so I'm gonna do some more of those. Um, Once again, thank you for listening. Please uh, rate, comment, subscribe, share this shit as much as you can. It's uh, greatly appreciated. And I will see you guys on the next one. Mr. Gonzalez, thank you so much for joining me today. I appreciate it very much. Thanks for having me, bro. All right, y'all. Peace.